Welcome, D gentlemen and D gentlewomen, to episode 11 of the Odds Get Even podcast. I'm your co host, J Roy Hammers, here with AJ Betts and RG. How are you guys? Doing great. I just had a great Christmas with the family. It's been a good holiday so far. Lots of sports on. Can't complain right now. Just vibing in Dundas. It's got a shelter order in place. So that's kind of cool. Lock the doors, but still filming the podcast. I'm doing great as well. Had a great Christmas. Um, it's great to be home for the holidays here. A little gripe with myself, though, right before this pod started, boys. I think I mentioned this quickly before, but I made myself a pre-pod yoff because uh, that's usually my go-to, a quick pre-pod yoff. Fired up the machine. It was ready to go. I was so excited for it. Just to down it so I'm a bit more fired up for the pod. You know, I don't want to be uh, taking pre-workout before the pod or anything. So just a quick yoff. And uh, set it down next to my spot here. Move over into the spot, computer charger, knocks it off, bro, all over my bed, all over the floor. It's brutal out here. So no yaw for me, but uh, we're doing well overall. I'm fired up to get these picks in. A lot of good sports coming up here. Uh, yeah, it looks like uh, my bed after a little bit of uh, dairy products, boys. <laughs> shit myself. So the tough go here. Hopefully the bed sheets aren't white. Dude, what was that thing we had from from uh, fucking Dairy Queen? What were those called? <laughs> it was like after a cup faction. It's after you ate those, eh? <laughs> oh yeah, I was absolutely <laughs> off the toilet. Those were awesome though. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't stay on the toilet, boys. It was brutal. <laughs> but you guys are celebrating Christmas, boys. Uh, awesome to hear. I, I saw the presents you guys got. It was great. Hanukkah, <laughs> Hanukkah was pretty lit too. Uh, we had a little visit from Hanukkah, Harry, and and uh, <laughs> I, I I felt touched by God this this these last eight days. Like God, I think I felt God inside me this these eight days, boys. It was nice. That's great to hear. It's great to hear. Yeah. <laughs> what was uh, what was the best present you guys got? That's a tough one. Um, got a pretty nice dolphin sweater. I got Leafs tickets as well. So nice, pretty two solid presents. I got like a, you know, like Roback, like the golf brand. I got oh, a Q-Zip, yeah. so I'm fired up oh. to, to wear that this year. Yeah, that's fresh. You know what? Bring some, you, know what you know what I got, boys? Bet credits. Bet credits. The, the Battle of Alberta tonight. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited, boys. You don't understand. I also had uh, my second favorite team. No big deal. Chargers making the clinching the playoffs yesterday. Super happy about that. Shout out to us, though, by the way, going over our 55% rate this weekend. Good job on us. We're going to give ourselves a pat on the back. Wait, what did we hit? What was our record? I didn't even tally it. So we went, we, we went four for seven. Okay, that's bad. not bad. It's not, it's not bad a bad week, bro. It's making money. You're making money with that. All minus one tons. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So you are making money. And uh, we do have a jam-packed episode, so we are going to move on with the episode here. We're going to start off with our picks. Uh, The reason why our episode is coming out a little earlier is because it is New Year. RG is going to, is going, is crossing province line to the enemy territory. Traitor. And little France, I I would say, (laughs) in in Quebec. (laughs) How are you feeling about that? Are you excited for the trip? Um, yeah, I'm fired up. Uh, I was talking about it with my roommates today. We're uh, we're excited for a little getaway um, across the border here. So it should be uh, should be a good weekend in Montreal. No Habs in town, unfortunately. Um, you know they like to ship them down to Florida for the break, eh? To for all the snowbirds to watch. So uh, no Habs games for us, but uh, I'm looking forward to a good weekend. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're all very excited for you. Thank and, you. Uh, <laughs> and uh, just watch out. It's uh, the Frenchies there are pretty, uh, pretty aggressive. So let's uh, <laughs> let's start off with our picks here, boys. Uh, it's going to start off with you here, RG. What's our what's our first pick that we like this week? Boys, you know, we had no college football picks last week. Actually, we had one. We had uh, the week before we had the under Louisville Cincinnati, which hit in the Fenway Bowl. Um, I'll start us off here in the Holiday Bowl, boys. UNC is playing Oregon. UNC is getting. 13 and a half points in the holiday bowl. Drake may debatably the best quarterback in college football is getting 13 and a half points. Boys, we are going to be taking UNC plus 13 and a half against Oregon. 
Um, all we, we do know Oregon had a pretty good year. Bo Nix kind of a little comeback year for him. But um, a couple key players are decided to opt out for Oregon. No DJ Johnson for Oregon, which is huge. He has been an electric for that pass rush. Um, it's going to be really tough for them to get to Drake May here. You know, UNC's got to be fired up, boys. Drake May's coming back. He was offered the bag from some SEC teams to come over in the transfer portal. Who do you think that was, Adam? It's got to be like Auburn offering him that. Auburn, eh? um, could be an LSU when Jaden Daniels isn't confirmed. Maybe even yeah. Bama, to be honest, because like they don't, they lost Bryce Young. Apparently, they don't have a great like uh, I mean, they don't have a great replacement quarterback. So it could be in Bama going for one uh, title run with a junior, but. No, good for Drake May. That, that's like what you like to see in college football. Staying at your, your alum madam matter. His whole family went there. UNC's got a stud, and I think he's going to put up insane numbers and probably challenge Kill Williams for the number one overall pick. So are you guys saying that he's very loyal? Very loyal. Very loyal to uh, Chapel Hill over there. I'm, uh, I'm fired up for this one, boys. Uh, I think there's no way they get to the quarterback without DJ Johnson. Um, and Drake May is going to be a great passer here. I'm, I'm fired up for this one at UNC, you know, tough end of the year there. They had a great start. <laughs> they're looking to get back to business here, win the holiday bowl. And then they're going to roll with Drake May. I'm fucking fired up for UNC next year, guys, in the, uh, in the ACC. it's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch. One thing we, uh, one thing we do want to analyze here, uh, it is December, how does that affect Drake May, and would he play well at the end of December since his last name is May? Yo, that's a good one, though. Wow. Yeah. But it's it's closer than May now, isn't it? It's kind of like yeah, halfway. He, He's already halfway he lit to May. It up. He lit it yeah. up in September, and that's further from May, right? Yeah, I think it's getting closer he to lit May. It up. Mm-hmm. Well, I, well, Jeff Saturday did pretty good on a Saturday, so hopefully. But that's days of the week. That's a different story. Days yeah, the week these are months. And months. These are months. This is the big deal. This is the head honcho here. I think December is directly in the middle between May and January. January, February, March, April. It's like four. <laughs> <laughs> Guys counting months here. Yeah, if you count down from December to May and then and you count up from January to May, it's in the middle. So we're the farthest from May possible right now. That's so cap, bro. They're further in September. No, they're not. That's no, so wrong. Further, further November, that was, though. That was so November. wrong. I think November is the furthest. But, boys, yeah. we shouldn't be getting into months here. That's uh, that's for a different day. Yeah. Well, I do, like, I do like Drake May. Uh, <laughs> I think he's going to be good here. He's going to be excited that May is coming up soon. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> May is he's coming. Fired up Anyways, though, you got UNC plus 13 and a half. We are moving on to the next pick, AJ, here. Take us away. Um, I don't even know how to follow that statement. That, that is something. But we are, we are sticking in college, but we are going to college basketball. We have UConn, the number two team in the country, 13-0 versus Nova. We're not touching spreads this game. We are strictly going to the over 137.5 points. UConn's the 15th best scoring team in the country, averaging 85 points a game. And Villanova is close behind. They're averaging 75 and a half points per game. So you add those up, well over 140, 137.5 points. UConn's rolling. Nova's going to give a contender because Nova still owns UConn even after the good year. But I think this will be a high-scoring game, so I love the over here. Adam, I have a question for you, college basketball question, also a college football question. So when the Big Ten was deciding to expand, they were deciding to either bring over UConn or Rutgers, and they decided to bring uh, Rutgers. Do you think UConn still cheese about this? Do think that's going to like impact this game here? I know that was time ago. Yeah, it'd probably be a bit cheese, but you know, yeah, they're still balling. The Big East, like for at least basketball, is still fairly big. You're right. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. probably different in football and stuff like that. But I mean, UConn is. Yeah, UConn's up in the rise. They uh. They, yeah, they had a good year. year. They made a bowl game. Yeah, they, they made, made a bowl, bowl game. game. So, yeah. um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Big Ten and Big East is too big of a difference because you got people in the Big East still have no, like UConn, Nova, who's been a powerhouse. So, I think it's big of a difference. But, I mean, UConn's rolling right now. So, I think they're laughing at the Big Ten. Yep. <clears throat> Do you believe in the statement, if you're not first, you're last? So, how, how does UConn feel being second? I think they had a chip on their shoulder. They should be the first team in the country right now. I think they're better in Purdue. They deserve it. Really? So I think, yeah, I think, I think they're the best team in the country right now. I think they deserve that one. Uh, they've had more impressive wins in Purdue. So I think they got that chip on their shoulder. So I think they're going to keep rolling. 
Adam, one more question before uh, for you before we move on. Do you think that that run from Kemba Walker at UConn is the most electric run of any college basketball team of all time? Because that was sick. That was so sick. Yeah, that uh, that is very very true. I think that, I think it's got to be up there. My other one of the favorite runs is Butler with uh, Gordon Hayward. Back with in Gordon the day. Hayward, dude, I got they, another they one for lost, you. But I mean, but yeah, that was a what, trick. What about Jimmer for debt at BYU? Oh, How sick be was most, that? He must be the most. I think he's the most electric <laughs> college basketball player of all time. He just start mm-hmm. pulling up from half. Every say, yeah, he, he's electric. That's good. Um, that's how like, that's probably when I started getting into March Madness. Remember that, that mm-hmm. BYU team? Um, but there's been, been some electric runs, uh, even last year. St. Peter's going all, going to the Elite Eight, I believe it was. Oh, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what was one of the most electric runs of all time? <laughs> was that Josh? <laughs> the Terry Fox? <laughs> the Terry Fox. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most. <laughs> so i know you i knew exactly where you're going some things things are bigger than sports boys and 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 that run just got i just i love that run boys going to going to school like growing up in in canada in elementary school american listeners might not know about this but we had to do a walk every year and that was the best day because you just you just get to leave school the whole day in september terry fox day was awesome so respects to terry fox so I couldn't sleep the day before because for our Terry Fox run, <laughs> for our Terry Fox run, it's not even funny, guys. I was on the cross country team, and those were our tryouts. So, oh no, yeah, I was preparing for the Terry Fox run. Like I was trying to be Terry Fox, like like his running skills. Anyways, we're gonna move on to the next uh, pick. Um, for hockey, uh, we're going to the ice here. We only have one pick. So the reason why we only have one pick here is because the odds aren't out for the rest of the week. So if you guys want daily hockey picks, they will be up on the Twitter. Um, so what we have here is the Los Angeles Kings money line on Saturday against the Avalanche. I do not have the odds for you guys because bookmakers do not like giving out hockey odds till the night before. I really like the LA Kings here. They're coming together in form. Avalanche are just so injured. I, they don't seem to get any offense unless Rantanen's on the ice. And I feel like the Kings can get him pretty much neutralized and they have enough depth to beat the actual, to beat the avalanche here in that game. So they're on a way, but I I don't think uh, that song, all the small things is going to rally the avalanche past the Kings here. Fucking hate that song too. Dude, that's fucked. That's a brutal take. That pisses me off. Don't even get me started right now, man. Dude, I wanted to get Blink-182 tickets, but they were a million dollars, so that that was out right away. But, no, I do love this pick. Um, LA's looking good, boys. Um, they're, what, second in the Pacific right now? They yeah, look. I, uh, so. I, know it's a, I know it's a weaker division, but uh, they're, they're looking electric so far. Um, I'm excited to see them uh, hopefully get into the playoffs here and make it past the first round because I think hockey is better when the LA Kings are good. Like, those were good years of hockey. I know the Leafs were terrible then. But uh, when the the Kings are rolling, uh, I think hockey's a bit better. Yeah, definitely. And, and the reason why I hate all the small things is I was invested in the playoff run last year after yeah. they took out the Leafs. So as you can tell, I got some drums, and I just <laughs> couldn't stand it when they would sing it. Like it was brutal. It's when you knew that the Colorado Avalanche were winning the game, and all the fans got into it. So. There will be more hockey picks that come out here for the listeners. Here, it's about to say fans, but. We don't get fans until we hit, right? We only have haters till yep, then. Yep. So, so RG here, what's what's the next pick that you like? Yeah, boy. So we're gonna go to the Rose Bowl here. Um, this is gonna be an electric color game. Hey, what are the crowd's gonna look like? Half white, half red for this Ooh. one. Uh, Utah versus Penn State in the Rose Bowl. This is gonna be a good one, boys. Um, so we have Utah minus two and a half against Penn State in the Rose Bowl. So uh, Penn State's missing some key players here. Um, Their key corner, Joey Porter Jr., is going is opting out and not playing in this one. They also have a key wide receiver out in this one, opting out um, with an injury as well. Um, Utah's ready to bounce back. They really want to rid of Rose Bowl, boys. Um, They lost a brutal one to Ohio State last year. They should have won that game. They were rolling. Um, Utah, you know, being on the West Coast, they – this is this is the bowl for them. It's also uh, might be their last shot here with Cam Rising. So uh, we'll see if they can get the job done here. But uh, we have minus two and a half for Utah. We're going to watch them roll over Penn State, who did look good this year. But uh, some of these opt-outs are key 
And I just don't think Sean Clifford uh, will have the chance to get anything done against this Utah defense, which has been uh, one of the best in the big in the Pac-12 all year. Yeah, no, I agree with everything RG just said. Utah's ro- rolling. Um, very impressive win against Caleb Williams and USC to knock USC out of the college playoff. Um, and they're going to keep rolling, like I already said. A lot of key opt-outs. Joey Porter is probably be the first corner taking the NFL draft. That's a big loss. Yeah, solid defense, and their off their offense is uh, rolling. Put up 47 points in that Pac-12 championship. So they got the best quarterback in this uh, this game. So I love them at minus two, and they're they're out in their element out in California. Yeah, I love the pick too, guys. Uh, so this is Cam Rising's last game, right? I believe so, right, AJ? His last game for the Utes. So, or did he get like yeah. eligibility? I don't know. I'm not 100% sure. It's definitely Sean Clifford's last game because you yeah, know I they're guess... moving off. Yeah. <laughs> so you're seeing those last games vibes are riding pretty high. They're rising. I, they're I rising. Would say, I, would say, rising. <laughs> I would say if Utah wins, Cam Rising will be Cam Rose because he really Rose. Yeah. Wow. Cam Rose. Wow. Wow. I mean, wow. Well, he's wow. Yeah. He's in the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Wow. It was also a big one for this. So uh, we know Kyle Whittingham is Kyle Whittingham is one of the best coaches in college football. There should be no debate about that. He's been with that team for a long time. He turned around that program. Well, I guess Urban Meyer really turned it around, but he's uh, he's kept them on their feet for a while now. Um, he's 11 and four in bowl games, boys. He doesn't mess around when it comes to bowl games when other coaches don't give a fuck. He does not mess around here. And one of those losses came in the Rose Bowl last year against Ohio State. So they got another Big Ten test this year. I'm fired up for this one. Utah minus two and a half. All right. Well, that Cam has risen at this point. So we're going to move on to AJ with your next pick here. What do you cut you off there? I was going to ask what you liked. No, Uh, I like a lot of stuff, but I like what I like the most is Buccaneers minus three against Carolina Panthers. This game's for the division. Uh, Winner basically will probably lock up the NFC South. I just don't see Tom Brady losing to Sam Darnold. Tom Brady has never been had a game where he's been eliminated from the playoffs um, in the regular season, so I don't think that's going to happen this game. Panthers might get out to an early start, but t- t- Tom Brady's going to roll like he has in the past couple games where he's just pulled out stuff out of his ass. Um, I'm betting against. I'm going to bet on the GOAT versus Sam Darnold, who is just not an impressive quarterback, but I love, love Bucks minus three. I think they'll win this game by seven to ten points and lock up the NFC South and could be probably a team that no one really wants to face in the playoffs with Tom Brady. Boys, uh, this is my mortal lock of the weekend. Um, Bucks minus three is such a play here. Literally all the money is on Carolina. People are like, oh my God, they blew out the Lions. The Lions have the worst defense I've ever seen. That was disgusting. That was disgusting play across the board last week from the Lions defense. Um, that really disappointed me because I really want to see the Lions in the playoffs. Um, so I think like 94% of the money is on Carolina right now, which is which is pretty insane, boys. Um, I love the Bucks here. You know, uh, the Lions couldn't stop their run game. I know Carolina's run game was rolling, but uh, they got a lot better linebackers in. Uh, they got a lot better linebackers in uh, in Tampa to cover that up. Like Devin White's gonna have a big game here. I think this is huge for him. You also got to look at the quality of running back that the Panthers do have, like Deonta Foreman and uh, mm-hmm. Chubba Hubbard. They're not running all over this Bucks team, especially when the playoffs are on the line here. So you got to just trust the GOAT at the end of the day, like we did with Messi. Now we got to do it with Brady. So it comes down to a bet on talent, boys, and experience. One question for you two before we move on. If the Bucks, so obviously someone from this brutal NFC South is getting to the playoffs, likely the Bucks. Um, if it is the Bucks, boys, you guys think they can go on a little run here? You guys think they can get to the uh, the NFC Championship game? I think based off vibes, they can. And mm-hmm. um, do you do we have like the? Uh, pardon my uneducatedness here, but do we? Uh, do we have uh, like sort of like the playoff bracket if the Bucks do make it? Like, who are they playing in the wild card? Not yet, right? Do you want to say it, Adam? Who they'll be playing? Because Josh is not going to like it. I will probably they're, like it. Well, if they're probably playing the, the Cowboys, Cowboys, they're definitely not going anywhere. After oh, that. oh I, think really? I think they'll wipe the Cowboys. I think they'll wipe the Cowboys, and McCarthy will be walking to his next team. I think he'll be out the door. <laughs> well. That's a perfect. Cal, the Cal men will not be men against Tom Brady. 
You excited to get Sean Payton in there after you get losing the wild card game? You should well, be excited. I originally thought, because in hockey, when you win a Stanley Cup, you can't fire the coach. But when the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, I guess it's been done before where a coach can get fired after the Super Bowl. So we'll see. How can you win the Super Bowl if you lose the wild card weekend? Yeah, if you lose to the Buccaneers, a <laughs> seven and ten playoff team. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, we'll see. Anyways, we'll move on to the next pick for the sake of the podcast. We're staying on the gridiron. It was nice to say that. Commanders minus one and a half here. This is a pick based off of vibes. This is a pick based <laughs> off of the best division in all of football. This is a pick where we feel that the commanders are going to come out there and absolutely pee pee whack the Cleveland Browns. And I feel that Taylor Heineke. It's going to come out and just show his big boy pants, boys. What do you guys think? Yeah, you know, the commanders are at home, too. When I saw the line minus one and a half, I was like, before we checked Action Network, I was like, oh, definitely all the money is going to be on the commanders here. Like, this is an absolute joke. And, like, no money was on the commanders. So that kind of fired me up. Um, No Vegas trap here, boys. Commanders are at home. I know they do not bring in a great home crowd, but uh, hopefully they'll show up here if they can sneak into the playoffs. And uh, Chase Young, I'm excited to watch him play, boys. I think Wentz is probably going to start, to be honest. That's a joke. Yeah, I mean, Taylor <laughs> Heineke got pulled last game, and Rivera says a short leash, and Wentz actually played well in relief. So I, I could see Wentz starting because uh, Rivera says he's been, on a, he's been on a short leash for a while. Well, I guess Carson Wentz is going to put on his big boy pants and uh, <laughs> win this game, take him to the playoffs, do something that he couldn't do with the Colts, which was uh, win when it matters, right, boys? <clears throat> yes, sir. Little live alert. We got uh Switzerland and Latvia in OT right now. Ooh. Nice. Oh. All right. Well, those are the commanders. We are moving on to our last football pick. RG, take us away here. Boys, this is uh this is a big one for us. Um Mississippi State and Illinois will be playing in the Relia Quest Bowl um on January 2nd. So we are taking Mississippi State money line. I think those boys are gonna come out firing for uh for Mike Leach here. Um, I hope, I hope the entire country's riding for them. Um, I really want to see that team win. That'll be great for that program. Um, just other notes here. We have the money line. It's at minus 110, their money line, because the game is uh is nearly a pick'em. Um, I do know Illinois is a great defense, but um Mississippi State has quite the electric offense, boys. Um, Will Rogers, another incredible year for him. I'm excited to watch him finish off his career at Mississippi State here. Also a big one, boys. The reason Illinois was able to put up any points at all is because of their Canadian running back, Chase Brown. Um, Chase Brown has been electric this year. Uh, top three running back in the country, no doubt. He is opting out for the NFL draft. Adam, what do you think about this one? Yeah, no, I'm a big Chase Brown guy. You know, Canadian, London native, uh, pretty pretty close to us. So uh, that's a big loss to Illinois. They're run, they run heavy team, and uh, he's the reason why they're successful this year. So losing him plus the Mike Leach playing for Mike Leach I think Mississippi State's got this yeah so we got Mississippi State money line at minus 110 all right and that concludes our football and hockey picks we are now introducing reintroducing our soccer analyst Relly Hedges here how are you man hey boys can you hear me all right Whoa, haircut, big haircut. Yeah, for the kid. How are we doing? We're doing Great. good. Merry Christmas, sir. Merry Christmas to you. How'd you guys uh, fare over the holiday? It's good. I didn't, Lots ce- of I didn't, I didn't celebrate it. I actually celebrated <laughs> Hanukkah. Uh, it was actually pretty lit, though. You had eight days to celebrate, though, right? Yeah, man. God and I just chilled for eight days, played, <laughs> played some PlayStation. I ripped him apart in FIFA, but he got the better of me in 2K. So whoa. Mm. Yeah. Can't be good at both. No, definitely not. AJ, I like your degree back there, man. Oh, whoa. thanks, man. Got a flash. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, my mom put it up for me when I came home. Let's get a surprise, come back to the holidays. Mm-hmm. Yo, I don't even know where mine is. Somewhere in the basement. <laughs> I have no so idea. I got mine right here. <laughs> what uh what do the elephants do because like I'm, you're looking at the degree i'm looking at the elephants what is that what is that <laughs> i have i have no idea i mean my brother switched rooms a couple like a month ago so it's his old time 
You guys no, no, just, just, <laughs> just, just, just a just a random elephant. You know, shift to yeah, some like a little elephant there too. Nice, nice. But anyways, let's get back on topic here. Rally, we gave you a little shout out on the last pod. Great picks for the World Cup. Argentina to win. What a pick, man. Uh, you gotta give yourself a pat on the back. What did you do to celebrate with all that money you made? Um I uh bought my parents a nice gift. I uh, paid off my tuition, you know, the usual. <laughs> so goddamn courteous. It's the holiday season, man. All about giving, all about, uh, you know, the fun stuff, the good things in life. You guys relate, right? Definitely, yes. definitely, yeah. <laughs> so the real reason why we have you on here, we're always we're always on to the next big thing. We're always back to business. We're, we're like head and shoulder shampoo. We're always never not working. So no free ads, by the way, but what, uh, what soccer picks and spots do you like? Cause we're back to club football and uh, it's electric here. You want to tell them about uh, the pick you have and the picks you kind of gave the boys in the group chat earlier this week that got made us all some money. Yeah. I'm fired up to get back to uh, club football, the usual, usual weekend slate. My, uh, my weekend mornings have been a little bit boring with uh, the world cup knockout stage uh, stage, but uh, Prem is back. So that's all we need right now. And uh, I think we're going to jump into a lock with Arsenal away at Brighton coming in at plus one Oh five clap God right there. Uh, they are the league leaders are a good team. Uh, we, I caught him live. I don't know if you guys tailed when I called it the other day, but uh, turned out to be a pretty good pick the other day. And then if I were to give a little bit of a value pick too, we have Brentford away at West Ham coming in at plus 270. Brentford are 10th in the league and West Ham are just not very good. They got a good team, good roster, good manager, but they can't quite figure it out. And uh, yeah, they're home, but they just had an epic collapse against Arsenal that we were talking about, and I don't think they can win. So that's all I have to give. So I'm very happy about the Arsenal pick. Um, you guys know when there's like a sport you don't follow, and then you just like pick a team, and then you'll just like look at the score sometimes. So for me, for soccer, that's Arsenal for like the last five years. Like I probably watched one game in the last five years. Um, I went to one game to see them live, which was awesome, but I probably watched one game on TV in the last five years. And every time I see the score, I'm like, just fired up. I mean, they haven't been that good, but I'm um, fired up. Uh, first Arsenal pick on the pod. So let's go. Is that number one? Have we not called it before? We haven't picked anything with Arsenal yet. No. Oh, wow. So mm-hmm. uh, if you, I know you've only checked the scores, but if you actually press on the standings tab on your score app, you see that Arsenal is actually number one in the league. Number one. Mm-hmm. So Arsenal's um, pretty yeah. gross. Yeah. Um, when you said sprinkle the other day, I was looking, I was like, yeah, they're losing one, nothing to West Ham, like no chance. Then I look back at the score app, they're up two one. And I was like, wow, rally hedges sky live God, man. No, they played well. They played, came out of the, uh, halftime break with a lot of energy, a lot of heart and a couple like really nice goals to get them back into the game. And that's why they're top of the league. Who, who has more heart Arsenal or, uh, the odds get even podcast ball hockey team. That's a stupid question. <laughs> Obviously, the odds get even. <laughs> Did you hear? By the way, we won. We won a ball hockey tournament. Did you hear about that? Yeah, wait, wait, Yo, you Josh won? didn't. Josh didn't make the team, so don't don't be uh, <laughs> don't talk about it too much. We couldn't get him on the roster. What team? The uh, the odds get even ball hockey uh, November ball hockey team. We oh yeah, uh, we couldn't we couldn't squeeze you in on the roster. It's okay. I don't know. I was over a point per game in, in this other. <laughs> this guy actually kept stats. I kept, I kept stats too. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but, uh, charity, you know. charity ball hockey tournament. You guys are playing a garbage time. <laughs> hey, guys, you know, someone's got to win the Art Ross here. So we were stat padded. It's okay. Stat padded. So, in, in all seriousness, seriousness, though, uh, what do you think of the component of a revenge game for West Ham since they, uh, Blew a lead against Arsenal. Uh, I would say they played pretty good first half. If you're beating Arsenal one nothing, uh, I don't know if that was wrong or not. But Brentford a little weaker of an opponent here. They're at West Ham away. I know West Ham has a pretty nice stadium. It's relatively new. What do you What do you think about the vibes in that game? Good ball knowledge, man. How'd you know that? A lot of years of playing FIFA, man. Nice. 
Yeah, I don't know. Like they're not they uh like I said before, they got a like on paper, they got a good team, but they can't figure it out. Like it uh I honestly can't believe it. I've been burned on them a couple times in the early half of the year betting on them, but uh I don't know. I think I've given up on them. So Brentford are kind of hot. They they have a little bit of uh a little bit of drama with their striker Ivan Tony, who got uh, caught on betting allegations, much like uh, Pete Rose back in the day. But I think that's all behind us now. So I think they can come out and grab the win. Um, quick question before we move on, uh, Luke, do you watch Ted Lasso? Have you watched Ted Lasso? I was Ted Lasso for Halloween last year. So yeah, I've, I've, I've been Ted. I've seen Ted Lasso. So sorry, I'm about to spoil this for anybody who hasn't seen it. But if you haven't seen it by now, you're an absolute joke. But um, Nate takes over West Ham. So does that affect his game at all? Since Nate's taking over West Ham? <laughs> um, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I I do know, um, you know, maybe he might be angry to play. <laughs> there are some questions that just leave you speechless on this podcast. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> He's got nothing. He got no, scummy at the end of the season, though, eh? He, he did, got scummy, yeah. yeah. Well, he got mad because his hair turned all gray. I would yeah. be too if that happened to me in like two months. <laughs> yep. He's stressed, bro. He's taking over West Ham. <laughs> I'm fired up. I can't wait for uh, the new season to, to come out. I heard it's trash. I heard really? it's brutal. It's not yeah. even out yet. No. No, the reviews. Apparently, Sadek is got got sources. The script. Yeah. yeah, he's got ties. He's got, got sources. He's got sources. <laughs> Have you guys seen it? AJ and Jeroid? Have you watched it? I, I hate, honestly, I'm going to get called a joke, but yeah, I haven't. I haven't. You're such a joke. <laughs> you probably wear gong show hats too. <laughs> I'm actually a Bauer hat, man. <laughs> gong show hat I left back in Waterloo. So No, you oh. didn't. No, I didn't. It's right there. But <laughs> <laughs> How do you guys feel being out of the loo, eh? It feels weird. It's, yeah. uh, it feels weird, but honestly, uh, it's change of fortune, change of location. We're hitting more bets, so it's good for we us. Are. We are. Yeah. Hitting more bets. Yeah. We've been, we've yeah. been hot lately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but anyways, thanks for coming on, Rally. We're going to have you on every week as club football is back, man. I'm, I'm excited, and I'm going to get back more into football because Benny Betts, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably not. Uh, you're a <laughs> flop, man. That. What do you have to say for Benny Betts, really? Benny Flops. Benny Flops, yeah. (laughs) Do you think they have connection all the way up there? I don't know, man. Maybe he just can't join. This guy's from the boonies, Ben, guys. (laughs) But anyways, thanks, Rally, and uh, we'll have you on next episode for a fresh slate of soccer picks. Can't wait. Go, Ben. All right, well, that was our – Picks. We're going to have them posted on our social medias here. Let's move on to some college football playoff talks here, boys. It's a big weekend coming up. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts? Any uh, previews here? Anything to look for? Yeah, Adam, why don't I just uh, really quick, I'll run through uh, the near six games, then we'll run through the two playoff games. We'll each give our, our winners. Let's do we'll it. start off in the Orange Bowl, the best Orange Bowl of all time. Two Orange teams. This is going to be incredible. You got Clemson and Tennessee, boys. Um, currently, t- Clemson is favored, minus five. Um, obviously, Hennon Hooker is not playing. Cade Klubnick taking over for Clemson. Um, I like Clemson to win here, boys. Don't know for sure about the spread, but uh, I definitely like Clemson to win here. Yeah, no, I'm fully on that. Um, if we're just doing straight winners, I think Clemson's going to win this game. Um, I mean, Tennessee could keep it close. if uh, he got a lot of heart this year, um, but losing Hooker is a – it's a big thing, but I'd probably if I'm taking the points, it'll probably be Clemson. But as a straight out one, I think Clemson's gonna gonna win this game. I so agree I, with that one. I get that it's playoffs, boys. Uh, but I'm thinking now in college football, your best player can opt out from playoff games, right? And it, it should they, they should. The, if they're like if they're in the NFL draft and they're not like a playoff game, um, a lot of players like even New Year's Six games, uh, a lot of players opt out, um, just to get ready for the draft. Don't want to risk anything. Um, so that's, that's been pretty heavy. I think once the playoff expands, though, that's going to uh, start bringing down the opt-outs with the top 12. Mm-hmm. 
So what is there to play for for these playoffs if your best players aren't playing in these games? So for the bowl games in the Orange Bowl, they will literally be playing for a bowl of oranges. It is awesome for two orange teams. It's going to be incredible. Tangerines or oranges? I think they're oranges. Nice. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, if okay. oranges from Farm Boy, though, those are good ones. Those are like imagine they're like Whole Foods oranges. It'd be crazy. Like those oranges where you bite into it and like the juice is like drop dripping down your arm. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> those are fire. Like the ones when you're at the soccer game and you're like six years old and like one team's got like pizza and then your team has like those oranges or the watermelon. It's awesome at half. It's like 30 degrees outside. You like eat right. them going to bed and you wake up with like the orange peels in your bed the next morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, okay. yeah, let's move on to the next game. So another New Year's Six Bowl game, not a playoff game. We have Alabama and Kansas State. Um, minus six and a half for Alabama is the spread right now. Um, Bryce Young and Will Anderson having a little last dance here. Both will 100% be top five picks in the draft. Kansas State seems like they have a little bit more to play for, but um, if those two play, we can't uh, bet against Alabama minus six and a half. Hey, boys. Yeah, no, you can't. Um, you know, Kansas State's got a good good run this year, but I mean, if Bryce Young and Will Anderson are playing two elite NFL prospects, there, there's no reason to bet against Alabama here. I think they'll roll pretty easily if they play the whole game. Like Kansas State had a great year, great end to the year, but we can't forget that they lost to Tulane early in yeah. the year, boys. Like we can't, we can't forget about these uh, the three losses they had there, and both of Bama's losses were on the road and the worst environments of football, and they were all less than two point losses here. Yeah. Um, next uh, big one. Um, am I missing any New Year's Six bowls? Oh, I'm missing two. <laughs> we already talked about Utah, Penn State, so I'll skip that one. Uh, we'll talk about USC and Tulane, Caleb Williams. Uh, USC only minus two in the Cotton Bowl here, boys. Um, I kind of like Tulane here. I'm not going to lie. Um, plus two seems a bit weird. I thought they would be favored by a bit more, but um, USC's defense is terrible. They need to do some work in the transfer portal this year. That is an absolutely awful defense. I am pretty happy they're not in the playoffs, to be honest, because um, Ohio State or Michigan would tear them up. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, not Ohio State. Georgia or Michigan would tear them up. Um, but end of story here, boys. Uh, this is will probably be the game I pay the least attention to on my uh, on my screen when I'm watching bowl games. Yeah, no, I agree as well uh, with Jordan Lewis. Now it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting game, but um, doesn't really entice me that much. You know, Tulane's a good story, but I mean, it's not really a a big New Year Six bowl when Tulane's in it. All right, boys, we'll, we'll move to the playoffs quick here. So we got one Georgia against four Ohio State, minus six and a half for Georgia. Is this a legacy game for Ryan Day? Like, does he need to win this? What do you guys think? I think if he loses this game, if he get hot. And then if he loses the Michigan next year, he's done. I agree. I think he's in a bit of a hot seat. Do we have a time on when the game starts? This one is the Peach Bowl. It will be in Atlanta, Georgia. At 8 p.m. at the Mercedes-Benz uh, Dome. So you guys, you guys know exactly what I'm thinking, right? It's not the day. It's night. It's not the day. It's night. <laughs> wow. So Georgia to roll here. Hey? Yeah. No. I'm all Georgia hammer Georgia. Six and a half. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I think, I think they'll roll Ohio State. And JSN's not playing either. So. And then the other game here, obviously, Michigan and TCU. Um, I'm rooting for TCU here. Um, I know they're in the Big 12. They play the Sooners, but uh, we're almost out of there, and they've been a great story this year. And Sonny Dykes just seems like a sick guy. I want to see him fired up. Um, Michigan, I think they'll be able to roll against this TCU defense, but um, and I think they'll roll in the game, but I can see TCU putting up a decent amount of points here and uh, having a chance at it, but Michigan minus 7.5 does seem like the play, right, boys? Oh yeah, no, I think Michigan will roll. Um, of course, I'm I'm rooting for TCU though. Max Duggan's an absolute great story. You know, everyone's rooting for him after that performance he had in the Big Twelve Championship. Um, but I think just Michigan's too good of a team. Well coached. That running attack will run down TCU. The time of possession is gonna be ridiculous. What? Uh, sorry, go ahead, Josh. You had your finger up, man. I didn't even have a finger up. Oh, I saw your mouth open a bit, so I thought you were you were getting um, ready to. <laughs> I'm just a mouth breather, dude. <laughs> uh, no, I was going to say one of our uh, close friends in, uh, from school, he's a big Michigan fan, and uh, I hate when he gets fired up about Michigan boys. It pisses me off, especially after the year Oklahoma had. 
just pisses me off to see Michigan have this kind of success. So I kind of want them to get rolled, <laughs> but we'll see Fine. here. Um, obviously, Georgia is my pick to win the national championship. They are the best team in the country, no doubt about it. Kirby Smart on his way to an excellent career. Georgia's my national championship pick. Should we go around the board here? Give me go blue. Let me go to Michigan. I think they get it done Whoa. this year. Um, you know, I, I want Michigan to win. That's what Harborough does. I'm curious if they win. What if Harborough goes to the NFL? I'm curious if he, if he if he does if he gets it done. I think if they win, he goes to the NFL. Yeah, like there's nothing I else think, to do in college yeah. football. He's, he's chasing that Super Bowl. So he doesn't want to be recruiting in living rooms for the next five <laughs> years. Like go coach some adults. Yeah. It will be interesting with the expanded playoff and with USC and UCLA coming to the Big Ten. But um, it'll be good stuff. I think they Georgia just dominates them just like they did last year in that national championship game. Uh, I guess I'm, I'm here to finish off the uh, table here. Uh, since our signing day is coming up soon, AJ, Michigan is one of the schools I might be signing with to be a fan of. Whoa. Yeah, we'll see. Michigan, a great hockey team. Got a great football team and uh, don't have a bad basketball team. So we'll see. I'm going to try it out this weekend. I'm going to be wearing the blue colors and, and hopefully uh, they win. I can't wait for signing day. You guys got to have like the hats in front of you and everything. I don't know if I have the jo- funds to get a hat, but you know, we'll <laughs> after Josh, we'll get you need, first paycheck. You boys both need uh, three teams to nominate for like your. Uh, I have two. I'll put another one in you there. Two? The you need one more. Josh, you need three teams. Wisconsin's got to be one of yours, Josh. Oh, definitely. They're volleyball yeah. team. Women's volleyball team. So, <laughs> <laughs> so is that awesome. the end of our college football playoff preview? It is. That is it. Yeah. Wow. What a preview it was. You guys have been hyping it up for so long. Oh, so great. I After this uh, podcast, boys, I'm a college football fan. Like, uh, I caught myself uh, texting you guys saying uh, Hayden Hooker's opting out. Like, I would never see myself uh, giving you guys any insight on college football. So learning a lot, boys. No, that's good stuff, man. Um, Reminds me, though, a couple big transfer portal moves. Uh, Sam Hartman going to Notre Dame after everything they lost in the transfer portal. So they're looking uh, looking like they're on the up and up. And also uh, DJ over to Oregon State after a big year for Oregon State. Won 10 games this year. I think they finished 10 and 4. Um, let's see what they can do next. But uh, those are just two big moves, and I'm fired up to see them at their new schools next year. You have any? You have any? You have any uh, insight here, Adam? Sorry. Um, yeah. No. Uh, I I love the try. Hopefully, Sam Hartman goes to Notre Dame. I think that's one of. The, I'm a big Sam Hartman guy. So if this goes through, maybe I'll no, nominate Notre Dame as my third team for. Saturday. Whoa. Are you a bigger wow. Tua guy or Sam Hartman guy? Oh. I don't know. I love Sam Hartman, but I think he's my guy. Prayers up to yeah, him, though. He's Might your retire. guy. He's Who not knows? the Dolphins guy, though. Might retire. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> All right. Well, that was it for College Football Boys. For our last segment of the episode, we we're going to talk about our early reactions about the World Juniors, what we expect for the coming future of the tournament. And, uh, and yeah, honestly, we're all pretty rattled. I can't lie. I'm, I'm kind of rattled. We lost to Czech Republic yesterday. Chechnya, 5-2. What do you guys think of the game? Chechnya. What do you guys think? Uh, Chechnya. <laughs> Czechia. But <laughs> uh, it was pretty disappointing, to be honest. I mean, there's this team was getting hyped up to one of the best world junior teams of all time. Um, I think a lot of people are giving 2005 Canada vibes. But, I mean, I think they're going to bounce back. It was definitely a disappointing game. But, you know, I think they're playing too individual as too much individuals, not much of the team. I mean, Connor Butter are insane, so that's still going to be fun to watch, even if they don't have the success. But I think they're going to bounce back. I think they'll roll Germany tomorrow. I still have hope this team's going to carry the gold, and a live bet is probably the best time to get Canada value if you think they're going to win it. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, Wright and Bedard had pretty good games, guys. Um, I think they're going to rack up so many points against Germany tomorrow. It's going to be a, it's going to be a, a point fest over there in Halifax, so I'm fired up for that one. But, uh, boys, was I right or was I right about Sweden winning the division? Just saying. Sweden's locking that up, eh? I mean, like, but if Canada on. beats Sweden, it's, uh, it's going to come down to that game probably. Yeah. So, I still think uh, mm-hmm. Sweden's fraudulent. Uh, they beat Austria 10-0. I Love think it. anyone could beat Austria 10-0. I think our ball hockey team could beat Austria 10-0. <laughs> but 
today playing against Germany, guys. Germany has a lot of heart here. They're playing really well. Just makes me think how far they've came as a country in terms of hockey, <laughs> in terms of the <laughs> hockey development. Um, good for them, though. Honestly, really proud of them. Goalie played great. In terms of the game yesterday, guys, we have – I feel like the moment was a little too big for us yesterday in the game. I feel like we came out, looked really good, but after we got one scored against us, everyone was just playing on their toes. Like, I feel as if Canada has – is playing like they have a lot to lose, which is something we can't play play with. And and the Michigans, like, it's nice and all to do that. It gets a nice clip, but we got to we gotta play some our Islander hockey, boys. Like, it's it, it's got to go back to Islander hockey at the end of the day. Yeah, I feel like after the Michigans, like uh, Michigan attempts, every dad in the country was like, oh, no, no more of the Michigans. Like, we got to get back to basics here, play the bod. But so um, I, no. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, sorry, go ahead. no, I'm just saying I'm, I'm excited to watch him play here. Uh, that New Year's Eve game against Sweden is going to be uh, an awesome watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking for the game of hockey, like those Michigans, I, th- I don't think it's good for the game of hockey. Like after the Ooh, torts, torts? Yeah, after, <laughs> after torts said that on the broadcast, that's all I was thinking about last night. It's just it's not good for the game of hockey. Uh, we just we can't be playing like that, boys. Like especially if we're losing five two to to Czechia. Like it's 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 disappointing, and and I was really disappointed in the boys. And and you know what? I'm gonna say it. I still think we're gonna win this tournament. But if Canada wasn't in the tournament, I do think that the USA the USA might win this tournament. Yeah, I think I think we'll be fine. I think it's a good it's gonna happen now than win the tournament. They got a gut check, the reality check that. They, they can't win solely based off skill. They're going to have to play as a team. Um, and I think they have the right goal in. I think Milich is a much better goalie than you throw. He looked terrible. Um, I never got the decision starting someone who had an 868 save percentage in the OHL compared to someone who has a 920 in the WHL. Um, I know it's different leagues, but goalie's so mental. Being a goalie, it's if you're letting goals in all in the OHL season, it's hard to get your psyche back and think you're still a good goalie. So I think Milich is the guy. I think he'll be fine for Canada. And the good news, every team didn't look good. USA struggled against Latvia. Finland lost to Switzerland. Sweden just barely snuck by Germany today. So it's good news for Canada. I don't think there's a lot of dominant teams. So I think you need a big performance against Germany to get uh, get the country back behind you. So I agree with that, AJ. The only thing I disagree with is that Benny Goudreau, the goalie for the Sting, Sting are brutal this year. So... He has a bad save percentage because he's given up a lot of high danger chances on the sting. Uh, the Swift Current Broncos are a much better team. So either way, I understand why they started him. He he goaltended that U18 team to a championship against uh, the almighty Russia team that's not in this tournament. Uh, unfortunately, they're not there for political reasons, but this is a non-political podcast. But I do agree that Millet should be in net for the rest of the tournament, though, so. Yeah, no, I I think they're just like, yeah, I think the starting staying like they're, they're definitely worse. You know, I think I'm just going off the psychological aspect. It's like letting in four goals a game throughout your your season, the last two seasons. It's hard to hard to get, get your mind wrapped around that you can still stop pucks. And a lot of those goals were it's like three to five or super weak goals. You are a goalie though, so I do I, I do see what you're saying, but I felt like uh, the first one wasn't his fault. Oh, yeah. Second one wasn't his fault. It was a pretty nice shot, uh, short side. The fifth one was one of the worst goals I've ever seen let in my life. That was I don't know brutal. how you get beat short side from that angle. I feel that like once weak. you get lit up, though, mm-hmm. I feel like once you get lit up three or four, you're like, fuck. See, it's like, a psychological thing. He's, he's yeah. used to getting lit up. It's, just, it's, all, it's an all mental game. And I think he's got to ride the hot hand. And Millich looked good in this when, he, when he came in, too. So I think he had like 12 shots, 12 saves, and he made some big saves. Also, a check. Check your goalie looked absolutely incredible. Some of those saves he's made was ridiculous. Peter Morazic you... vibes. Yes, Peter I did. Vibes. Yeah, he was. Also, you guys Peter Marazic... think... sorry, go ahead. You go yeah, ahead. You gotta use the All good, bro. System. You gotta use. We both gotta use the out. Maybe I, I got finger system. No, I should. I should have held it up there too. That's on me. All I wanted to say was uh, also when Peter Morazic beat the U.S., it was also a five-two game. So that's cool stuff. Yeah. I feel like we're just both so excited to say stuff because of the mm-hmm. how captivating this tournament is rg oh we're clashing a bit i have a good um i have a good question for you guys would you say that it was more the czech goalie saving the pucks 
or Canada shooting the pucks at the goalie? Because I feel like a lot of the times they were just shooting it at him rather than shooting it where the goalie's not. Um, I think they should do more Michigan. So I think that'll help. <laughs> um, I think that'll be really effective and to uh, put the puck into the corners behind the net there. I think against Germany, I need to see a few more Michigan attempts. You should, yeah. there should be over under on Michigan attempts oh. in a game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think they got to do that and they just got to play Bedard uh, 60 minutes. Just don't let him come off the ice. <laughs> just get him some oxygen in the back of his back and he'll be fine. One more thing, Brennan Othman. I am not on the Othman train, boys. I do not like him on that line. So I like it. I you like it? Yeah, just because he played, he's played with Shane Wright as like a uh, whole junior, like uh, the Don Mills Flyers. So the chemistry, Don Mills he's boys. Good, he's got yeah. a shot too. So I, and he's physical too. And I think you need some edge protecting Bedard and Wright. Like he throws ball around. I'd rather put Fantilli up there and create one of those Dallas Stars type of lines where you have like a really heavy first line. Want to hear my prediction? I think Fantilli gets moved to the 13th forward. Okay, he's had one bad game. You know, I know. I just they, the coach said there's gonna be a lot of line changes. He looked so how talented he is. I think it happened. It happens a lot of 17 year olds. They just get moved down, and he like uh, he's he's a reason for two of the goals last game. I think he will get moved down. Maybe not the 13th, but I think he's gonna get moved off the second line. Wow, I'm excited for the game tomorrow. I actually am excited to see these new lines. Yeah, he said there's gonna be a lot of changes, so curious to see what they are. Well, he has to, his job's on the line. <laughs> yeah, five midwell juniors. Mid-tournament, they ship him back to Everett across the country. <laughs> they just fire Mid- him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think that'd be the first time ever. <laughs> Imagine I, they lose to Germany and they just send him on a plane across the country them. back to Everett. Just, oh my gosh. All right. Well, that is the world junior <laughs> preview guys. Um, episode 11 boys. Uh, we're going, moving along. Uh, last calming remarks, boys. Uh, Josh, have fun in Montreal, man. Thank you. Be careful though. Learn some French. It's a pretty hard language to learn, but I did it. So I think you can. Yeah, grade nine French was my worst grade in high school. So uh, I'll try to figure this one out here. AJ, let's go Dolphins. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and, a broken uh, fan. I'm never going to see a playoff game. And if I see a playoff game, it's be Teddy Two Gloves or Skylar Thompson, worst Kansas State quarterback of all time, leading the offense. <laughs> all right. And that's it. Leave us a like, subscribe, comment. And follow us on our Twitter and our Instagrams using our podcast name for more NHL picks that will hit. I promise. Peace.